Last time on Drifting Tides, the skeletal assault continued, and the Loden saw how nice it was to be a caster. So as you approach the mast, Touch grabs the rope out of your hand. Touch usually mans one of the masts just because they take so much strength to do. And he looks at you and goes, get to the stern. You and the other caster should help. I get to the stern. So as you run to the stern, you see another caster on your crew. Gilly Galliot, a half-elf woman, twin so many, sister. There's so many Gillies. Twin sister to Galliot. So Gilly, this is Gilly, G-I-L-L-E, and Captain Gilly is G-I-L-L-Y. Uh, okay. <laughs> so Gilly Galliot, twin brother, or twin sister to Hammett Galliot, both half-elves, uh, is a wizard. And she carries multiple rings on her fingers that allow her to cast her spells. Nice. Uh, and she has one. She has one finger pointed out and is casting uh, magic missiles at the ship as you approach. As you are lowering the ship, the wind is picking up a little bit, uh, but the other ship seems to be fast approaching, unnaturally so almost. Zordakan, make your attack roll. Hit him with the blast thing. Uh, eighteen. Where are you aiming? I am. Uh. Do I see uh, the one from the bar? Um, you have, I guess, real perception. <laughs> I guess let's see you can tell skeletons apart. Well, he would have the parrot on him. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> want me, so when we roll, see how I can notice yeah, a tiny yeah, pair. Yeah. They're still pretty far away. Nat 20. Nat 20. Oh, damn. You absolutely can. The one with the parrot <laughs> is at the, the bow of their ship, sword pointed forward, like encouraging the ship on. You see his I, mouth moving, but obviously you can't hear what he's saying. <laughs> I just imagine I'm mouthing the words clack, clack, clack. Yeah, that's, yeah, it looks like that's what he's saying. Uh, <laughs> so I aim at him. Okay. Uh, you hit him and you knock the parrot off of his shoulder. <gasps> I was going to go and into rage. A visible, somehow, you tell the rage, you tell the rage on this skeleton's face. <laughs> I also do seven damage. Seven damage, yes. That's <laughs> enough to knock the parrot off. Yeah. And then uh, it also sends him flying. It, oh, no. It does not seem to... It sends the parrot flying, but it doesn't seem to send him flying. The parrot was him all along. <laughs> the skeleton disintegrates. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, that was an easy campaign, guys. All right, see you next week. He could have been my Thank you for parrot. joining us in Drifting Time. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you... You blast this rippling blue ball of energy and knock the parrot off. And you, it seems to hurt him when the parrot comes off. And you see rage come across his face. And then Gilly Galliot launches a magic missile and tears into the sail. And she looks at you and goes, Hit the sail, you fool! I aim at the sail. <laughs> Low down. Make me a sailing roll to pull the sails up. Okay. That's better. That's uh, 14 plus 6, 20. 20. All right. So you and Touch both managed to... So there is two sails on your, your main mast. There's a large one meant for speed and a short one meant for cruising. As currently, you had your short one up. So you guys are pulling up your shorter sail, and then you'll have to climb up and drop your larger sail. So you managed to pull that up, and then do you do you move up to go release the other one? Yeah. All right. So you move up, and you begin climbing up. Uh, that'll be the rest of your turn. 
the skeletons are getting closer and you see one of them has something held in his hand and he's like and he launches it towards you uh zordican you see this as uh you're at the stern of the ship and zordican you see one of the skeletons launch something towards your ship and as you look and as you watch it tumbles through the air and it seems to be a bone of some sort but as it lands, it explodes on the deck of your ship, sending fragments of bones all over the place. Uh, make a dexterity saving throw. 17 plus 2, 19. As you dodge out of the way, Gilly is too slow, and bone shards are just explode into her and cover her with cuts and wounds, and she takes damage. Is she dead or just no, like she's down? Hurt. She's, she's hurt, but she's not down. She's just hurt. Uh, but okay. she's bleeding from multiple little wounds. This, consider this like a bone frag grenade. Yeah. Uh, the captain also got hit, but his thick peacoat blocked most of the damage. He turns around and says, All right, men. They want to fight. We're going to fight them. Turn this ship around. Fuck them up. <laughs> and instead of releasing the entire... So, Lodan, you get mm-hmm. to the top of the ship. Instead of releasing the entire one, Tucho yells over to you, release your half, turn the ship. This is an extremely dangerous maneuver, but your crew's very good at it, mm-hmm. where you release half of the sail just to swing the ship rapidly. Mm-hmm. So make me a sailing check to release release the mast. Since we're really good at it, do I have advantage on it? That's why you have proficiency. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll give you a plus two. This is a maneuver you guys are good at. All right, so uh, to do that math. eighteen. Eighteen. All right, yeah. You release it. You you run along almost without even holding on. You just run along the bow of the ship and cut the ropes to release them. Okay. Uh, you guys have multiple for this type of thing. You guys actually have little sections of rope that you tie on, so you can cut them without damaging this the mast. Okay. Uh, and you just run along the the bow of the or the. The mat, not the mast. What's it called across the the crossway? Is that mm. would that be the mast? It's still part of the mast. Okay, yeah. So you run across the mast and just cut all the ropes, releasing half of it, and the ship lurches to the side as the wind catches it and just begins turning it. And you hear the entire ship kind of groan. Groan. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody, make a dexterity saving throw to stay standing, and Lodan, you to stay on the mast. 15 to 17. Four. Four. You fall off the mast. <laughs> Even though you're practiced at this, doing it is just dangerous because you are up that high and you fall down. Uh, make a check to save yourself or take a lot of damage. Uh, what check is it? Um, you tell me how you're trying to save yourself. Uh, I want to say uh, if I can try and like grab onto like, any like loose rope that's hanging kind of grab myself kind of slow my fall or just like stop myself from falling okay there's plenty of loose there's plenty of ropes you could grab onto on the ship Mm -hmm. uh especially this high up there's all the rigging so yeah roll uh strength to just grab onto the rope okay this is 16 16 all right so you managed to grab onto the rope you're just sliding down the rope but you slow yourself enough that uh when you collide with the deck you don't take damage but you have extremely you know your hands are very rope burnt I'm prone right now, I would assume. You're prone, but you're not in combat, so you can just get up. Okay. Uh, 
but uh, yeah, your hands are extremely burnt, and they're just they're aching. Okay. It's not gonna it's not gonna be a mechanical disadvantage, but that's what's how your hands are. Okay. Uh, so as your ship turns over, the rest of the crew releases fire on the skeletal vessel. It's about seventy-five feet away now. So they you managed to they managed to hit it pretty well. Three out of the six cannonballs collide with the ship and just blast holes into it. And you see the ship begins taking on water. They hit just the right spot that the ship begins taking on water, but the vessel still approaches again unnaturally fast. It doesn't mm-hmm. even seem to be slowed by this. Uh, Zordakan, Jiren. I'm going to fire an Eldritch blast at another at the uh, captain again. Or not, our, not our captain, but yeah, their quote-unquote captain. captain. I would assume you wouldn't hit Gilly Gotham. <laughs> uh, nine, 15. 15. All right, you hit it. Uh, what damage? Eight. You nail the, the captain in the center of the rib cage, and you see these ripples go throughout all of his ribs as he's knocked back 10 feet and collides with the mast on his ship. He gets up, looks you dead in the eye, and just points his sword at you. I point my hand at him. <laughs> you hear, as you do this, you hear Gilly Galliot scoff at you and then through, launches more magic missiles at the mast of the ship, causing more holes to be poked in it. She seems to be trying to like aim her magic missiles so they're like a line across so it cuts the sail in half. Gotcha. Uh, the rest of the crew just readies and gets ready for combat. Is there anything special you want to do? Next round of the ship will be at you. They're still directly behind us, right? No, you've turned the ship, so now they're parallel. They're perpendicular to you. Uh, I would imagine I would just want to go to the cannons and try and uh, sh- shoot at them again. That's what I okay. want to do. So you you go to help the cannon crew get ready. Mm-hmm. Zordakan, you're readying another. You're building up the energies of another Eldritch blast in your hand, and the captain. Oh, you notice next to you, the captain unbuttoned his peacoat and just throws it back, revealing all six pistols. And it's the daughters. Him, it's time to get me daughters out, boys. And Frank. No, Frank is non-canonical. They are unnamed. <laughs> Behind him, you see the cook of your ship, a gnome named Marie Fernack, pulling a little cart behind him. And you know that this cart is full of supplies to resupply the captain's pistols. The captain will essentially shoot off a pistol, throw it to him to reload. And it's just an ongoing cycle. It's a combination they've perfected together. Marie Marie Fernack has been part of the crew as long as for as long as Captain Gilly Goffin has. The ship is about to ram you guys. It's coming straight for you, and it seems to be picking up speed. And you guys know that if it hits you, it may not sink your ship, but it's going to do a lot of damage. It's going to significantly slow you down. Right before it gets to you, is there anything you guys, you have probably a time to do one thing to maybe try and help out. So they're about to ram us. They're not on us yet, right? Yeah, they're, they're heading straight towards you. Well, I, should, I can't do anything because I'm not a caster. <laughs> um, are they within cannon range? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Then I'll just I'll have to resolve to just doing the can uh, cannon duty. All right, shoot a cannon. Yep. Roll sailing. Shoot a cannon at it. <laughs> yes. a cannonball. Shoot a put a cannon oh. in a cannon. Shoot a cannon. No, it's gonna like that's... chain. He's gonna shoot a cannon. That's gonna shoot a cannon. That's gonna shoot a cannonball. Twenty two. So they get hit with a ball and then two cannons. Uh, Zordakan, what are you doing? Uh, guess I'm gonna I'll just blast uh, clack clack again. 
He's doing his warlock thing. <laughs> Aim for the sail, man! All right, so... 20. Uh, all six cannons fire almost simultaneously and just blast into this ship. All six of them hit and just tear and do damage. And you guys see that this ship is now taking on massive amounts of water. It's actually slowed down a little bit. And Zordakan, your Eldritch Blast ripples through the through the air and slams into the captain again, who is still standing at the mast. What did you say you rolled? A 20. 30, 30-20. Uh, 30-20. So... It slams into him and knocks him back 10 feet into the post again. So it doesn't move, but he takes extra damage. So uh, roll another d6 of damage. Uh, so that's 10 for that. And then where's my d6s? There we go. 11 damage. 11 damage total. You see more fractures splint, split into his rib cage as he takes out a huge amount of damage from this Eldridge Blast. E-Blast. And then the ship is on you, and you know it's going to hit you. You all see it. In your mind's eye, you all see the ship hit, and your ship just sink. And then a giant white vessel appears out of the sea and swallows up this ship. You just see a giant white mouth launch out of the sea, swallow the ship, and then right itself. And standing next to you, about three times bigger than your ship, is a massive ship made of bones. <laughs> Manned by an entire crew of skeletons. And the captain that was on that ship is now standing on the deck of the other ship. And you see all you see cannons point down at you. You have time to do something. What do you want to do? The captain yells out, Alright, boys! Change of plans, we're on the move. Get us moving. I go to immediately drop the sails to all get right. us moving. You rush up, roll me sailing. Uh nineteen. 19. You rush up the uh, the rigging and unleash the rest of the mast to kind of get more traction. Lord Aiden, what do you do? Uh, I'm still down below with the cannons. Um, fuck. I'm not too far away to help uh, Zordakan with the mask. Uh, there's other masks. So there's, there's other things you could uh, do as well. Yeah, I'll just go to the other one that Zordakan's not working on and I'll also and uh, lower the sails to get us out of here. Okay. So roll me a sailing. Okay. Uh, 18. 18. All right. So you, both you, Zordakan, and Zorzixas are working on the sails. And you guys managed to get both main masts released and catch the wind. But the pirate ship is right next to you. It, it, rose out of the water, literally within feet of you, and as you begin pulling away, you see hands reach out and grab onto your ship, and just latch on. Like skeletal hands? Skeletal hands, like the ship is made up of bones, and mm -hmm. the bones unfurl from the ship and grab onto yours. So now there's these skeletal arms reaching onto the ship. And you see Touch run up and put his foot on the railing of your ship and just push against the pirate ship to try and keep you away from it. And he begins slowly, the muscles in his arms just bulge and you see him, his face turning red as he just pushes the ship slowly away keeping you just out of reach of the arms. The rest of the crew is running around trying to get the cannons ready, shooting up at the ship, trying to keep the skeletons off. Skeletons are jumping off of the ship onto yours. If this if you guys don't get away soon, you know you're going to be overrun with skeletons. 
as you're sailing away, so you've sailed a little bit forward. What else do you want to do to try and help out? The sails are dropped. The anchor's raised. Captain is on the uh, helm. Is one of the cannons positioned in a way where it could shoot at the hand that is grabbing on that side of the ship? Uh, you probably couldn't hit specifically the hands, but you could hit the enemy ship. You could. The hands are close enough. You could run up and just attack them. Yeah, I'm going to run up and like make an attack with my greatsword at one of the giant hands. Okay, so make your attack roll. Uh, well, you don't need to roll an attack. You're going to hit these hands, so just roll damage. Roll damage, okay. Zordakan, I will say that you can see the captain of the pirate ship on the railing, like looking down. And he's 12. looking at you. <laughs> so you, with your damage of 12, you just slice one of the hands off. You manage to slice clean through it, uh, and it falls into the ocean. Ooh, nice. Is that what you want to keep doing? Uh, yeah. Provoked by you, the rest of your crew proceeds to do the same thing and runs along with not much else to do at this point. Uh, about half of the crew is along the side of the ship, just slicing at hands as Touch is trying to push your ship away from it. I'm going to I'll just blast clack clack. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Roll to hit. 18 plus 6, 24. Damn, dude. 24. All right. You hit. Roll your damage. Five. Five. All right. You blast another Eldritch Blast into the captain. And he flies backwards. And you just see a look of malice. I don't. It's uncertain how you can know what his look is, but you see a look of malice cross his face as he is blasted backwards into the air and onto the deck of his ship, and he disappears from view. From the deck of the pirate ship, you hear a discordant sound of trumpets and trombones playing. <laughs> I see what you did there. Trombones. <laughs> and just, you hear, doot, 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 doot. You hear that as... Uh, the pirates, the skeletal pirates begin launching onto your ship. You now have about 20 skeletal crew members on your ship, and so people have to go away from the side of the ship and just to fight off the crew. Zordakan, they're not Zordakan, Lodan, what are you doing? So, skeletons are just swarming the ship right now. How big is the enemy ship compared to ours? So, it's about three times bigger than your ship. So, uh -huh. if you're this can be a bad representation because it's an audio, but so you're about this big. Uh -huh. The ship is about twice as tall as your ship. Mm -hmm. So it is, so they're looking down on you and it's about one and a half times as long as your, or no, it's about two and a half times as long as your ship. It's a mass consider. I'm trying to find an example uh, from like a movie. Um, it's just massive. It's, it's, okay. it's, it makes your ship look like a small fishing vessel. Okay, um, so one hand is already off the ship. Is the other one still attached, like on the other so side? So none of the hands are attached. They're reaching out to get attached, and Touch mm -hmm. has managed to push them back, push the ship back enough that they weren't, but he has to keep doing that. So you okay. chopping the hands off helps Touch. Okay, I guess I'll just, like, try and attack some of the skeletons that are on the ship to try and clear the, the deck. Okay, uh, roll to hit. Roll to hit, okay. Uh, 14. 14. You managed to connect with one of the skeletons. Roll damage. Uh, nine. Nine. All right. So you managed to connect with one of the skeletons. Instead of weapons, his his arm bones, his uh, what are these called? Forearms. forearms. His forearms have been uh, carved into hammers. 
and he is running around just swinging his arms at crew members. And you run up at him and slash and just cut the skeleton in half. <laughs> uh, he just falls to the deck, and his, his mouth's just still moving, and it looks like he's trying to say something, but no words are coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's rendered useless. Zordakan, what do you do? So I'm going to fire an Eldritch Blast down at some of the at one of the skeletons on the uh, like on the ship now, because okay. I can't say the clack clack. And also, our ship's been going around, so that takes priority over my own enjoyment of hitting him. So for this, uh, two plus six, eight. Eight. All right. You you manage to throw your ball at one of them, and you think it's going to hit, but then one of your crew members kicks it in the chest and knocks it out of the way unintentionally. And then for a bonus action, I'm going to summon a tentacle of the deep. All right. And I'm so, going to put it onto the uh, like onto our ship. On the deck of the like, ship. On the deck. There, that's the word. And I don't think I can attack with it. Or let's you can see. when you summon it. Okay. And then I'm going to use that to attack another skeleton that hopefully doesn't get kicked out of the way before Roll it hit. moves. So that's 18 plus 6, so 22. That definitely hits. All right. And that's 1d8. 4 plus 4, 8. 8. All right. So you grab your tentacle sprouts up on the deck, and the rest of the crew has seen this before, so it doesn't freak them out, but it makes all of them a little uncomfortable, or most of them a little uncomfortable. And it grabs one of the skeletons and just begins spinning it in a circle and just knocking other skeletons with it. So you actually deal eight damage to that, and you deal a couple damage to all the other skeletons around it. And then more skeletons jump onto the ship. The next wave is here. And you hear Captain Gilly yell out, That's it! We're not moving anywhere! Just fight these bastards! And he jumps onto the ship and just starts unleashing pistols. He grabs two of his pistols and destroys two skeletons each with them. Touch abandons his efforts to push this ship away. It was slowly getting closer and closer. And so he jumps onto the deck and just starts punching at the skeletons. At this point, you are being overwhelmed. No matter how hard you fight, the more skeletons are joining, the ship is getting closer. There is, you cannot see any hope in this situation. And then that white light envelops your ship again. Andrew, that, or Lodan, that white light you saw on the night in the dock begins mm-hmm. to envelop your ship again. But it's the middle of the day. So a female sailor in an all-white swallowtail coat and tricat tricorn hat appears from somewhere on the deck of the ship and begins fighting the skeletons with you. And she is tearing these skeletons apart. And the ship begins to move on its own and pull away from the skeletal vessel. What do you do? I can... I, I would oh, say... like I would, I, would, well, I would say I'd just continue to fight the skeletons alongside her. I don't know who she is, but she's obviously helping us, so... Yeah, you have never, none of you have ever seen this woman before. Yeah. All I know is that she's helping us, so I'm going to help uh, fight back the skeletons with her. All right, make an attack roll. Uh, that's probably not going to hit. That's an eight. Eight. That does not. You swipe your sword, but one of the skeletons jumps back, and you slide right through his ribcage. These sword skeletons can. know the matrix. <laughs> so I'm... I see her pop up and everything. I'm basically just going to be firing at skeletons that I think are hitting towards her, like where she can't see, like where her head's not facing. Okay, so you're going to defend her. Yep. So I'll fire uh, Eldritch Blast at one of the closest ones. 
So five plus six, 11. All right. Uh, 11 does not hit, no. Okay. And then I, I teleport my tentacle uh, closer to her to also def help defend her even better. Okay. And then if there's one in, within 10 feet of it. There it definitely is. Seven plus six. Why did seven plus six? My brain just went empty. Thirteen. Uh, it's thirteen. Yeah, that uh, just it swipes at a skeleton and just barely misses it uh, gotcha. as it jumps out of the way. The woman looks over at you and as you Zordakan says, "I always hated this thing," it, referring to your tentacle. <laughs> and then a storm begins to brew as you guys are moving slowly away from this. The ship, no one is at the helm of the ship. It seems to be moving on its own. And it's drifting slowly away and a storm is beginning to brew. You guys are actually fighting off with the help of this mysterious woman. You're fighting off the skeleton horde and as you pull away, less and less skeletons are able to hop on board. But as you pull away, the ship begins to turn. And then you see, instead of sails propelling it, this ship has hundreds of hands on the bottom of it, just pushing through the water. And it begins to catch up speed as more and more hands detach and just push push through the water. And you see the giant maw of a great whale open up as the ship goes towards you. I don't you think Eldritch just... Blast will cut this. <laughs> yes, the entire crew looks worried. And Captain Gilly yells out, Get the deck clean and let's get some more wind. Maybe we can get out of this yet. Do you guys continue fighting skeletons or would you rather do anything else? Oh, yeah. Continue clearing out skeletons. All right. Zordakan. How many skeletons would you say are left? Um, Probably about... By the time that this has all happened, there's probably about 10 skeletons left. So your crew yeah. could dispatch of them pretty easily. Uh, and you guys do so. You guys all dispatch of the skeletons. And the white la the lady dressed in white jumps in and grabs the helm. Get ready, men. A storm's a brewing, and then it hits you like a brick. The rain and the wind just rock your ship. And the skeleton ship behind you also just begins to turn and rock, and waves are crashing over the side of your ship. So during the skeleton fight, three members of your crew had died, were struck down by skeletons. Mm. And as the waves wash over your deck, you see other members of your crew just be washed overboard. But as they are, the ropes of the ship seem to latch out and grab them and hold them onto the ship. All of you realize now you have two options you can do. You can stay here and fight the skeletons, or you can go into the storm and try to lose them. The storm is pretty much your only hope at this point. A smaller vessel might be able to make it through the storm easier. Uh, I don't know if that's true realistically, but that's what's happening now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so don't don't inform me. Uh, the lady yells out to you, what'll it be, boys? What do we want to do? I say we're right for the storm. Into the storm. Into the storm it is. And she turns the ship. She turns the wheel and the ship just almost as if it's on like a pivot, turns into the storm and just starts sailing off. Wind seems to catch the sails, even though the wind is not necessarily blowing in the direction you're wanting to move. And you and you go into the storm, pursued by the skeletal ship. And so as the chase continues. 
as you go into the storm and you're just, the waves are not terrible yet, but you're gaining a little distance from the ship. The captain looks up from the deck as he's helping with one of the sails and yells out, who are you? The lady jumps up onto the railing on the quarter deck, takes a deep bow and says, I am the Montique Mystique. We've sailed for quite some time now. The Montique, wait, wait, she's a ship? She is the ship. The spirit of the ship, so it seems. Okay. Oh, I, at the, also, I would like to say, if at any point I see Clack Clack on the deck of the other one, I want to take a blast, at, a, a shot at him. Uh, you're too far for your other's blast to reach at this point. Darn it. I should have said that invocation. <laughs> <laughs> she takes a deep bow, and as she does, this, the entire sky seems to just light up with lightning, and the storm picks up almost as if the sea itself is angry hmm. and it gets very violent and then a massive tidal wave starts to f- grow up behind your ship and almost cutting you off from the pirate ship it's almost like it's a wall of water between you and the pirate ship and at this you see a look of worry cross her face and she goes all hands on deck this is going to get bad everyone make a sailing check to see if we can save your ship. 16. Done. Uh, two members on your crew have rolled natural ones. Oh. <laughs> Get the no. So, you see two more members of your crew. Everyone at this point is tied off in some way, shape, to the uh, deck. So that way, if you get thrown overboard, you can be saved. But two members of your crew are washed as this tidal wave washes over you guys. And you see when the tidal wave clears, just their bottom half of their bodies are tied to the deck. Hmm. That sucks. (laughs) The pirate ship is quite far behind you now. It looks like you've escaped it. It looks like you're going to escape it. But now you have to survive this storm. So everybody make me another sailing check. Ten. Natural one. Natural one. Oof. Bye-bye, Loden. Oof. Loden, both you and Touch are at the back of the ship. There's a little tiny rectangular sail that's helped, meant to help guide you. And right now, it's hindering you with all the wind being as crazy and wild as it is. So you were both trying to pull it in and get it tied off. As you're doing this, the mast breaks for this sail. And, fa- and you both fall into the water. Make me a dexterity saving throw to not go into the water. Six. Six. You might need to switch your dice, my friend. Yeah, probably. Oh man, you guys are you guys are in sync. Touch roll to six as well. No, no. So you and touch fall into the water. And as you do, the ship seems to almost sink lower than the water, seems to pivot so its back end is underneath the water, and you are slammed by the current of the wave into the deck as it raises up again, keeping you on the ship. Just run in pain. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> then another massive wave looms up behind you guys. It's very clear you cannot outrun this one. It's going to crash into you. The Nemontique Mystique herself jumps on the wheel, turns it sideways, and you guys begin surfing along this giant tidal wave. Gnarly, dude. <laughs> Everyone make a sailing check or any other type of check you think might be helpful to help the ship. Uh, 14. Uh, 
hundred. <laughs> As you're sailing along this ship, you guys are not getting much speed. You're, you have no wind here. You're just trying to stay above pretty much. And the tidal wave is slowly, it's like a big circular tidal wave just slowly closing in on you. You guys know that you're going to be crushed by this wave if it collapses on you. But there doesn't seem to be, even the Montique Mystique herself cannot get you out of this. Out of this. And as you look forward, there's another giant, there's a cross wave coming directly toward the hole you're trying to get out of. So you're, it looks like you're going to be collapsed no matter what into this wave. And she looks at you, Zordakan, and says, destroy the water. We just need a small entrance. I destroy the water. All right. So as you cast destroy water, the spell that destroys a minor 10 gallon of water, instead of your normal patron, the dark figure that you connect with and feel, you feel his energy begin to come into you and then block. And you feel a, an anger at that. You feel his wrath. And then he is pushed out of you almost as the Montique Mystique empowers you herself and your spell disintegrates the entire wave in front of you, leaving a giant hole for you to sail out of. I'm going right to as say the, I collapse entireness from uh, that do, battle of wills. You do. It was exhausting for you. That drained most of your energy that you had. You are barely standing up. And the wave, uh, the wave that you're on surfing just collapses, and you barely make it out in time. It the sea seems to have calmed somewhat. It's you're still in the middle of the storm, but you've hit a calm patch. Do we see the skeleton ship anywhere near, or is it no, we it finally is lost it? I would say since we're still kind of in somewhat of a middle of a storm, I'd say probably like raising the sails is probably the best thing, so they don't get tore up from the storm itself. Okay, that's a good call. Your sails are, you can see they've already taken some damage, so raising them would probably be good. Yeah. All right, so make a make a roll. Let's see if we can successfully do this. Zordakan, what about you? I'm going to be catching my breath. Uh, 21. 21, okay. Yeah, you guys managed to get the sails pulled up. Uh, and it takes you about 10 minutes to pull up both sails. Mm-hmm. Zordakan, she looks at you and goes, can you swim? Yes. Yes, I can. Tie off and go below deck. We have to patch holes. I've taken a lot of damage. I'm going to tie myself to the thing and go below deck. All right. Make me uh, a sailing check just to repair, to patch. Not repair, but to patch some of the holes in below deck. Nat 20. Nat 20. Damn. You, underwater, you are an entirely different creature. <laughs> you feel the power of your patron return as you dive underwater and your fingers and hand, your fingers and toes begin to get webbed and you just dive under and begin just plugging cloth into holes and hammering wood over holes to try and keep it up and you have a little like tar bucket you're trying to get tar on while people below deck are doing the same thing uh, over the next 10 minutes you guys manage to repair the ship enough that it's not going to sink but it definitely needs to find land soon. And then another giant wave rolls out of the sea and crashes over you. And you see the Montique Mystique get thrown across the deck. And she has kept her footing this entire time. She has not faltered or stumbled at all. So this is the first time you've actually seen her fall. And she lands right next to Lodan and Touch. Uh, you see her begin to fade, Lodan. Is there anything you want to say or do? I don't really don't know if there's a way we 
as you're deliberating, she stands up wearily and grabs you by the shoulder. And sound she's quiet says quietly, it doesn't sound like she can talk much anymore. Mm-hmm. Quietly she says, I got us as far as I could. Don't let me die. And then she slowly fades away. Off to the off to the port side, you see an island off in the distance. Uh, who me or Zordon? Uh, well, uh, but you, she... you see it, and then you would call it. You can choose to call it out if you want. Yeah, I'll call it out to the rest of the crew. Land ho! <laughs> Zordon, as you surface, you do you hear land ho? Your captain stands at the helm of the ship, tying himself off to it, and says, "All right, men, she got us this far. Let's see if we can save her." Gonna help Everyone? guide us to land. Is there? Yeah, is the storm still? Uh... The storm is still rolling. It seems like it's calmed somewhat. It's not. It's not as terrifying as it was. Now it seems like it's a normal storm. So everybody, this will take three sailing checks to get close enough to the shore. Eighteen. Uh, nine. Twelve. Fifteen. That's a nat twenty on the second one. All right. And then then eight on the third one. Eight on the third one. All right. So. Between you and your crew, you guys manage to control the ship enough that it slowly is moving towards the land. You guys have, you guys don't know how long you've been in the storm, but your bodies are exhausted. You feel like you've been up 10 hours and you can't see anything. You, it's so dark with the overcast skies, you don't know if it's night or day. You assume it's night, but it could just be the storm. You begin, as you get closer to the island, the storm seems to lighten up. And then another massive wave rolls up behind you and washes over the ship. And it washes all of you off of the boat. Everyone make a make a dexterity check to uh what would swimming be? Survival? No, not survival. Um we can call it sailing. Athletics. Okay, athletics, yeah. Everybody make an athletics check to uh not drown. I guess that works for me because I got a net twenty. Well, you're, I mean, you give us one speed, so. 21. 21. All right. You managed to survive and you're, you managed to swim towards the shore. There's no way you're getting back to the ship. The mm-hmm. only one on your ship left is Captain Gilly Gofford, tied to the helm of the ship, slowly trying himself to guide it in. As you all get to the shore, coughing and sputtering, you look on as your captain is slowly sinking with the ship. He's trying to guide it to shore, but it doesn't look like he's going to get much farther before the ship sinks. And you don't know if he could make it to shore in these turbulent waters by himself. I'm going to so, try to swim to the boat. I was about to say, we're on the shore. And how far out uh, is the boat to the from the shore? It's pretty far out. I don't know how far a boat needs to be from the shore <laughs> to before <laughs> it grounds. Far enough out that it could still sink all the way and be underwater pretty deep. Damn. But you are watching. It's about halfway submerged now. It's taking on a lot of water. And it's slowly just kind of going towards the shore as it sinks. The only one of you that really could do anything is Zordacan, who has a swim speed. Yeah, like literally. So Zordacan, you do have to make me an athletics check to get to the ship. Uh, let me find my d20. Or I just dropped it. There we go. <laughs> Rolled a nat 20. You just threw it. Another nat 20. Jesus. Seriously? Sorry. Yes. Alright. Alright. You don't have to prove it. I trust you. So, you managed to find a current underwater that's unaffected by the storm. And you swim almost with unnatural speed because of this current to the ship and you now make a strength check to get aboard the ship. 
14 plus 2, 16. 16. You manage to climb up the ship. Your captain seems to be stuck to the helm. He looks at you and goes, what, are, what the hell are you doing here? You're going to die, man. <laughs> Unlike you, I can breathe underwater. Oh, shit. Let him know. <laughs> he should know I can breathe underwater. Well, he, he does, but like you guys are in dangerous waters right now. Like, Yeah. I'm going to say, is there anything I can do to help you get this further to land? Uh, unfortunately. We can rebuild her. Or we can, uh, we can uh, not rebuild. No, that would be repair and rebuild. We can repair and get her back up. Unfortunately, I think this is as far as the Montique goes today. But if you can get me loose, maybe we can get to land. I'm going to cut him loose. All right. Uh, you managed to cut him loose. He was tied on, not with the big ships of the rope, but more of a, a smaller version of the rope. Mm-hmm. And you managed to cut him loose, and you dive below water, right as a wave crashes over and actually sends your ship tumbling underwater. As you're underwater, you watch as it just spins and crashes into the reef. And it seems to just settle there. It seems like it's stuck there. Uh, now make me an athletics check. Now the captain has a limited time underwater before he dies. So make me an athletics check, and we're going to have a couple of these to see if you can save your captain. plus 4, 18. 18? All right. Make me another one. Nine. Nine. All right. One more. Eight. Eight. Oh, no. Uh-oh. I mean, I can still swim to the surface to breathe him up so he can so- get some air. As you are, so you dive down below because the wave, because of the waves, you're trying to stay underwater, and you try to find that same current, and you do, mm-hmm. you try to find a similar current to the one you took before, but heading but towards the island. Towards, so, yeah. And you manage to find one, but then the captain begins like pounding at you, and you can see he's out of breath. He needs to go up and breathe. So you try to head towards the top, but as soon as you leave the current, the turbulent waters begin spinning you around and making it hard for you, even with a swim speed, to stay where you're going. The captain is turning a bluish color. He needs to breathe, and his mouth opens up, and water just rushes into him. I cast destroy water in his lungs. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, damn. You can, so you cannot cast spells inside of people like that, oh. but you can cast destroy water to create air yeah. around the captain. I should have done that. I'm going oh uh, to cast destroy water to create air. That is smart. Holy shit. Now, question on the ruling here, and maybe I'll override and make my own ruling, but you're creating water. You're destroying water, so Mm -hmm. you're creating a vacuum. Would there be air there? Probably not, honestly. Tell you what, we're going to leave this to chance. Zach, a high or a low? High. High? All right. Oh, no. There is air there. (laughs) <laughs> as the captain's mouth opens you cast destroy water please keep track of your spells yeah i am that's okay. my that's my last spell because i've crafted oh two. <laughs> good to know so <laughs> you cast destroy water and the captain goes <gasps> and takes a big deep breath right as the water crashes in and he gives you a thankful look and i will allow you to re-roll because of that your last athletics check 14 plus 4 18 18 as the captain is turning blue again, and he takes a big gulp of water, you manage to surface, and you're relatively close to the shore. The captain seems to be unconscious or dead. You're not sure which, but you make it to the shore. 
I began to perform CPR. I imagine okay. we would know how to do that, being a, working around water all the time. Yeah, you have basic okay. ways of like it's not probably not the like perfect CPR, but you have a way to do it. Uh, make me a, I guess medicine. a medicine jet. Yeah. Uh, oh, plus two, 14. 14. All right. You begin pounding at his chest, pumping his sternum, and breathing into him, trying to force the water out of his lungs. And eventually, at a point where you're ready to call it, you're ready to say, all right, he's dead. There's nothing we can do. And everyone is surrounding the captain at this point. You hear a... <laughs> and he spits up a bunch of water. He looks up at you thankfully and says boy am i glad we took you on <laughs> <laughs> and he slowly gets up i lay back in relief and exhaustion you are so tired adrenaline alone has been keeping you going you just adrenaline fades and you just pass out you are unconscious everyone else is pretty much close to that same point and you you all watched as the montique sunk below the sea can the crew of the montique save their ship and what mysterious land have they been marooned on find out next time on drifting tides a quest board adventure